Ramananda Rai thus began describing the means to attain the highest degree of love. The pastimes of Radha and Krishna are very confidential, he said. They cannot be understood through the mellows of servitude, fraternity, or parental affection. Actually, only the gopis have the right to appreciate these transcendental pastimes, and only from them can these pastimes be expanded. Without the gopis, these pastimes between Radha and Krishna cannot be nourished. Only by their cooperation are such pastimes broadcast. It is their business to taste the mellows. Without the help of the gopis, one cannot enter into these pastimes. Only one who worships the Lord in the ecstasy of the gopis, following in their footsteps, can engage in the service of Sri Sri Radha and Krishna in the bushes of Vrindavan. Only then can one understand the conjugal love between Radha and Krishna. There is no other procedure for understanding. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda The means for returning home, for going back to Godhead, is devotional service. But everyone has a different taste in the Lord's service. One may be inclined to serve the Lord in servitude, dāsya-rasa, fraternity, sakya-rasa, or parental love, vatsalya-rasa, but none of these can enable one to enter into the service of the Lord in conjugal love. To attain such service, one has to follow in the footsteps of the gopis, in the ecstasy of sakibhava. Then only can one understand the transcendental mellows of conjugal love. In the Ujvala Nilamani, Srila Rupa Goswami advises, Prema lila viharanam Samyag Vistarika Saki Vishramba Ratnapeti Cha One who expands the conjugal love of Krishna and his enjoyment among the gopis is called a Saki. Such a person is a confidential gopi in conjugal affairs. Such assistants are like jewels in the form of Krishna's confidants. The actual business of the Sakis is described thus in the Ujvala Nilamani. In the conjugal pastimes of Krishna, Krishna is the hero, Nayaka, and Radhika is the heroine, Nayika. The first business of the gopis is to chant the glories of both the hero and the heroine. Their second business is to gradually create a situation in which the hero may be attracted to the heroine and vice versa. Their third business is to induce both of them to approach each other. Their fourth business is to surrender unto Krishna. The fifth is to create a jovial atmosphere. The sixth, to give them assurance to enjoy their pastimes. The seventh, to dress and decorate both hero and heroine. The eighth, to show expertise in expressing their desires. The ninth, to conceal the faults of the heroine. The tenth, to cheat their respective husband and relatives. The eleventh, to educate. The twelfth, to enable both the hero and the heroine to meet at the proper time 
the 13th, to fan the hero and heroine. The 14th, to sometimes reproach the hero and heroine. The 15th, to set conversations in motion. And the 16th, to protect the heroine by various means. Some materialistic sahajas, who cannot actually understand the pastimes of Radha and Krishna, manufacture their own lifestyles without referring to authority. Such sahajas are called sakibeki, and sometimes they are called gora nagari. They believe that the material body, which is fit to be eaten by jackals and dogs, is enjoyable for Krishna. Consequently, they artificially decorate the material body to attract Krishna, thinking themselves sakis. But Krishna is never attracted by the artificial grooming of the material body. As far as Srimati Radharani and her gopis are concerned, their bodies, homes, dresses, ornaments, endeavors, and activities are all spiritual. All of these are meant to satisfy the spiritual senses of Krishna. Indeed, they are so pleasing and endearing to Krishna that he is subjugated by the influence of Srimati Radharani and her friends. They have nothing to do with anything mundane within the fourteen planetary systems of the universe. Although Krishna is attractive to everyone, he is nonetheless attracted by the gopis and Srimati Radharani. One should not be misled by mental concoctions, supposing his material body to be perfect and deeming oneself a sakhi. This is something like a hungrahopasana, that is, a Mayavadi worship of his own body as supreme. Srila Jiva Goswami has cautioned mundaners to abstain from such conceptions. He also warns that thinking oneself one of the associates of the supreme without following in the footsteps of the gopis, is as offensive as thinking oneself the supreme. Such thinking is an aparad. One has to practice living in Vrindavan by hearing about the talks of the gopis with Krishna. However, one should not consider himself a gopi, for that is offensive. Ramananda Rai then said, The pastimes of Sri Radha and Krishna are self-effulgent. They are happiness personified, unlimited, and all-powerful. Even so, the spiritual humors of such pastimes are never complete without the gopis, the Lord's personal friends. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is never complete without His spiritual potencies. Therefore, unless one takes shelter of the gopis, one cannot enter into the company of Radha and Krishna. Who can be interested in their spiritual pastimes without taking their shelter? Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda This is a verse from Govinda Lilamrita 10.17